What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Backup Fantasy Sports. It is Friday, February 9th. My name is Ewan, and on today's episode, we're going to get into some Fantasy Premier League with a Game Week 24 preview. Lots to break down, lots of pieces of the puzzle to put together as it is starting to get quite tricky to plan an FPL, and we've also got this game week 24 right ahead of us, but game double game weeks in game week 25, game week 28. There's blanks in 29, blanks in 26. Lots and lots to consider as we look ahead to what transfers we are going to make as we enter the final third-ish of the season in FPL. So let's just look at game week's 24 fixtures before we kind of go helicopter view on everything so game week starts on saturday at lunchtime with man city versus everton then we got a bunch of games on saturday afternoon just like it should be fulham bournemouth liverpool burnley luton sheffield united spurs brighton and wolves brentford then we've got Nottingham forest versus newcastle as the saturday nightcap sunday we've just got a couple of games West Ham versus Arsenal and Aston Villa versus Man United. That should be a fun one. And then Monday Night Football, Crystal Palace versus Chelsea. So lots of tasty fixtures to consider this game week. And looking ahead, the next six game weeks on the Fantasy Football Scout fixture ticker, this is how the teams line up. So now Luton have a double game week in game week 25 and game week 28. So their assets become mightily tempting as we move forward here but they've got Sheffield United Man United Liverpool in their first double game week then they blank because they were supposed to play Liverpool in game week 26 but that got moved forward then they've got Aston Villa Crystal Palace and Bournemouth in a second double game week and then potentially Nottingham Forest if Forest lose to Man United and Luton lose to Man City in the FA Cup that game will go ahead in game week 29. We will find that out before the game week 27 deadline. So that is also something to consider. Rest of the top five here for the best teams fixtures. Brentford, because they have a double game week. They don't blank in 26 and they play in game week 29. Arsenal, Man City with their uh, double game week in 25. And Aston Villa, after they got knocked out of the cup by Chelsea in the fourth round replay earlier this week. Aston Villa now have a confirmed game in game week 29 against West Ham. So hold on to Ollie Watkins while you can. I don't think he should be going out of any of your teams right now, although it is kind of tempting with how many assets are on the table. Worst teams here, a lot of blank teams, Chelsea, Everton, Tottenham, Burnley, and Nottingham Forest. As you can see here, all the stars mean double game weeks, but yeah, no double game week for Chelsea or Tottenham. They have a blank in game week 26. Chelsea play Crystal Palace, Man City. Then they blank Brentford, Newcastle, Arsenal. And if they beat Leeds in the fifth round of the FA Cup, they will not even play that game against Arsenal. So Chelsea's looking at two blanks in the next six game weeks without a double game week either. So pretty tough sledding for the Blues if you own any of their assets like Nico Jackson, Gusto, Ben Chilwell, Nkuku, Raheem Sterling, and mainly Cole Palmer. So he's going to be one to watch as he probably flocks out of teams over the next couple of game weeks here in FPL. But the title of today's episode is Piecing the Puzzle 
And there is a lot to put together because a lot has happened since the pretty much the game week 23 preview. Uh, last week, I was saying that we were waiting for the Liverpool Luton announcement. It didn't come on Friday. It came on Saturday morning, which unfortunately hurt a lot of FPL managers. So let me know in the comments below if that was one of you guys. Very unfortunate if you went early on Friday to not bring in Darwin. And then it turns out he does have a double game week, that sort of thing. Tough sledding there. But Ben Krellen, the guru of FPL schedule making here. A couple of tweets that came out after the FA Cup. Uh, replays were finalized here where Nottingham Forest and Chelsea advanced to the fifth round. So he said, here's my updated blank and double game week spreadsheet. Bournemouth versus Luton was moved to game week er, game week 28 earlier today. Beyond game week 30 or 32, game week 34 will probably be a mini blank game week and a smallish double game week. Game week 37 will be a big double game week and we might get another mini double game week. And if you're listening on the podcast side, if you can flip over to the video side over here on YouTube at Backup Fantasy Sports, you'll see Ben's full spreadsheet over here, which includes the doubles for Liverpool, uh, Man City, Luton, and Brentford, uh, and Luton in Bournemouth in Game Week 28, along with the blanks that are currently conflicted with Game Week 29 for the FA Cup quarterfinal. Krellin also had a follow-up tweet here saying here's my updated blank game week 29 spreadsheet game week 29 blanks are decided in the midweek before the game week 27 deadline blank percentages are based on what i think the odds will be for the fa cup round five ties i'll update the blank percentages after those odds are posted i did scroll his twitter he hasn't updated them yet so we will see how that comes along but as of right now, the seven fixtures under kind of siege from the FA Cup are Brighton versus Man City. That has a 96.2% chance of blanking. Everton versus Liverpool is at 90%. Crystal Palace, Newcastle, 85%. Arsenal versus Chelsea is 82%. Wolves, Bournemouth, 72.1%. Uh, that's if Wolves beat Brighton or if Bournemouth beats Leicester. So hopefully... Brighton can pull it out and Leicester can pull off the upset to get us another fixture in game week 29. Two others under threat are Man United versus Sheffield United. So Man United just have to beat Nottingham Forest and that will be a blank. And then Luton versus Nottingham Forest, which is the most likely game to go ahead as Luton play Man City and Nottingham Forest play uh, Man United in the FA Cup fifth round. But the three confirmed fixtures, West Ham versus Aston Villa, Fulham versus Tottenham and Burnley versus Brentford. Currently, Ben is predicting 5.32 blanks. So we're going to be looking at a lot of empty FPL squads in game week 29. And it's going to cause a lot of chips to be played, confusion, hits being taken all over the place. So how can we figure this out? Well, FPL Spaceman here, this is kind of an older graphic. I was hoping he would get to update this but on uh with timing i don't think he's had the time to get it updated but he was predicting this off of planet fpl pod via uh james on fpl pod his predicted fixtures for blank game week 29 double game week 34 and double game week 37 so james was pretty much saying on his follow-up to the initial chip strategy pod that we're going to need three sets of teams to kind of get through 29, 34, and 37, which is going to be annoying. Uh, and you're going to have to really figure out this chip strategy. There's already, 
some consensus going around the community, but I think it's a little too early for that. I think the only chip I know for certain that I'm playing is triple captain Erling Holland game week 25, as long as he makes it through this Everton contest. A okay. So here is a graphic event diagram. Once again, listen on the podcast side, flip over to the YouTube channel at backup fantasy sports, and you will see this in all its glory. Who plays in game week 29? Right now, it's Brentford, Burnley, Nottingham Forest, and Arsenal are in there, but that was when they were expecting Aston Villa to play. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of tough to describe this to the podcast side, but I would definitely check out at FPL underscore Spaceman. He should update this probably over the weekend, I would hope, and we can get a clearer picture of the teams that you can kind of also have that play in game week 29, double in game week 34, and double in game week 37. So that's one way to look at it. Will on Twitter, or X, at Losers Have Losers, he has updated his kind of sheets that are fantastic. So shout out to him. Definitely go give him a follow. Saw this morning he's under 1,000 followers, which is way too low for someone that provides this kind of free service to the FPL community. So go check him out. And while you're over there, check me out on X at you and FPL as well. So he has his fixture blank percentages here, Brighton, Man City for all the all the way down. So he's pretty in line with Ben. He has some lower odds uh, for like Liverpool, Everton, Ben had at 90%, Will has at 88%, that sort of stuff. But he also has another graphic that shows the, so he has game week 29 expected fixtures. So he expects 4.8 fixtures in game week 29, but he also kind of, blows it out here to game week 34 and game week 37. So in game week 34, he's expecting 11.1 fixtures and game week 37, he's up to 40 or 14.6 fixtures. So the teams in game week 37 that he's expecting to double are Brighton, Chelsea, Fulham, Liverpool, Man City, Man United, Newcastle, and Spurs. If all those teams are doubling, that's a lot of tough teams uh, to play against. They're going to have to kind of, play each other there a little bit uh but we will see how that all works out on the fpl planet planet fpl pod james has i think i said this last week too that liverpool the game week 29 clash between liverpool and everton if that got moved to game week 37 that would be the final midweek before the season wraps up and it could be although if you watch that Sunday's game between Liverpool and Arsenal, it did not look like Liverpool were challenging for the title. But that game could be when Everton gets sent down and Liverpool could potentially wrap up the title if it all kind of goes that way. But so he thinks the police are going to say no to that. So the Liverpool fixture, the Liverpool Everton fixture could slide into game week 34 if uh, preferred by the police, or maybe they'll just have to squeeze in somewhere else. But if Liverpool keep progressing in all these cups they've got southampton in the fa cup fifth round so that's likely to be a blank in game week 29 for them it's going to be difficult for all these fixtures to get squeezed in especially if man city keep going through the champions league in the fa cup as well it's going to be quite a conundrum for the premier league to get all these fixtures uh kind of in place for the end of the season but yes definitely go check out losers have losers on x will fantastic follow there so i all of this graphics and explanation it's great to kind of look at piece by piece but i'm kind of more of a let's see everything in one guy so i've made this table here 
which is in order of the league right now. And I have kind of put in the four big game weeks here. Double game week 25, blank game week 26, double game week 28, and blank game week 29. And I've added them all up. Uh, so if you have if you have a double game week in 25, you get a point. If you have a fixture in blank game week 26, you get a point. If you have the double game week in 28, you get a point. And then I have the odds of blank game week 29 uh, for all the remaining teams. And then if you have a fixture that week, you get a point as well. So lots of ones and twos across the board here. Like Liverpool have a one. They have they only have double game week 25. They're going to blank in game week 26. They've got a 10% chance of playing a fixture in 29. They don't have the double game week in 28. So this is kind of a base to who, what teams should we be looking at? Which teams should we be avoiding? So Liverpool and so Liverpool is a one because they only have the double game week in 25. Man City, though, they have the double in 25 and they have a fixture in blank game week 26. So I prefer Man City assets to Liverpool assets right now because over the next three game weeks, they've got four fixtures. Liverpool have three. So just kind of a guide there. But most of the ones and twos in the top half of the league, Arsenal have a one. They have an 18% chance of a fixture in blank game week 29 now. They probably would have moved up the charts if Chelsea had lost because they would have had a confirmed fixture in blank 26 and 29 there. But the main teams to kind of focus on on this chart here are Chelsea, Brentford, and Luton. Because Chelsea are at a zero right now. They do not have a double in game week 25. They do not have a fixture in game week 26. They do not double in game week 28. And they have an 18% chance of a fixture in game week 29. So with no doubles and two blanks over the next six game weeks, I don't think Chelsea assets are useful. However, they play a literally wounded Crystal Palace side in game week 24. So I would not rush off to sell Cole Palmer in game week 24. He can probably stick around on your bench in game week 25 because you're going to have some doublers to play there. But yeah, game week 26, I at this point, Cole Palmer is going to be leaving my team in game week 26 because that will be two blanks in the next four game weeks. And it's just not going to go all that well. And even in 25 Chelsea play uh, Man City as part of their uh, Man City's double game week. So you don't want to go there. Bournemouth have two on this chart. They have the blank. They have a fixture in blank game week 26 and they double in game week 28. So you might want to snip snap flip flop Dominic Solanke in and out of your team here for a little bit. And they have a 27.9% chance of a fixture in game week 29. So we'll need to keep an eye on that for the FA Cup fifth round. Brentford is the only team here with a three on this chart. So they double in game week 25. They have a fixture in game week 26. And they have a fixture in 29. They don't have the double game week in 28. So they're pretty much three out of four. That's the top team there. So like Ivan Tony, looking pretty good now. Uh, Neil Mape, not bad. Flecken, not bad. Luton down here as well. They have a two, but it could be it could move up to a three quite easily. So they have the double game week in 25. They have the double game week in 28. And they have a 55.8% chance of a fixture in game week 29, as I will say for the third time in the first 16 minutes of this episode. 
They need to lose to Man City and Nottingham Forest need to lose to Man United. Highly likely, I would say, that both those things happen. So Luton would have a double game week in 25, a double game week in 28, and a blank game week in 29. It's just tricky that they have that blank in game week 26 because it's going to be one of those things where we might have triple Liverpool. We probably all have at least one Spurs asset. I have Richarlson. I know a lot of people have Paro. People want to bring back in Sung Hyung Min, but I really don't think you should be doing that till game week 27, just coming off the Asia Cup where they suffered a pretty shocking defeat in the semifinals there. Uh, so yeah, I would maybe... It's tough with Luton, but we will continue as the episode goes along here. Everton has won. They only have a blank in game week 26, a 10% chance of a fixture in 29. Burnley has two. Sheffield United has one. So, and Bournemouth there, blank game week 26, double game week 28, 27.9% chance of a game in blank game week 29. So, once again, if you're on the audio side, check this table out. I'm going to post this on X, actually, right after this episode goes up, just to kind of help anyone out. But yeah, if you are missing these episodes, you should always like and subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel, and it will just pop up in your feed or on your recommended recommended videos. Uh, and yeah, I would love for you to give me some comments and feedback on how the episodes are going for you this season. So... This was kind of just the exercise I was doing off to the side, but it's it seemed kind of helpful. So this is my team on the left here. This is what I currently have. But I thought it would be really useful to kind of just go through my team and see how many fixtures I'm going to have each game week with the squad I currently have. Because then it's because there's a you could get double game week tunnel vision kind of. Uh, and that is. It's good to attack the doubles. I definitely get that. But you kind of want to look at this from a wide scale view. So what I've done here is I've gone 20, game week 25, 26, 27, 28, and 29. Uh, 24, I have 11 players. There's nothing really weird going on in any of those fixtures. So for game week 25, the double, as of right now, my team is Dubravka, Alexander-Arnold, Van Heck, Gvardiol, uh, Gabriel, and Charlie Taylor. In midfield, it's Palmer, Foden, Diogo Jota, Richarlson, and Saka. And then up front, I've got Holland, Watkins, and Solanke. Pretty templatey. Um, so that's something there. But Ariel is my backup goalkeeper as well. So in game week 25, the double game week 25, right now, I will have 16 fixtures because I'll have Alexander Arnold and Diogo Jota with two fixtures and then the Triple City with two fixtures. So that's five extra fixtures. Pretty happy with that, not going to lie. Game week 26 with this team, I have 10 fixtures because I will have Alexander-Arnold, Cole Palmer, Richarlson, and Diogo Jota blanking. So I will have to have, I'll have to have a sub for that game week. Game week 27, I have 11. There's nothing really wrong going on there. 28, I'm currently at 12 with Solanke. He has the double. So that's kind of useful there. And game week 29, I have four games. Four of my guys are slated to play in game week 29. So that is the big problem there. I've already seen a lot of um, other content creators say, just wildcard in 26, 27. And that's definitely a possibility, but it's just one of those things that the chip strategy thing, what everyone says every year, 
that I've played FPL is it's team dependent. It's team dependent. And then they kind of just talk about their own team. And it's, I'm not sure if it's super helpful, but this exercise right here that I kind of did on a whim. And then I was like, oh, this kind of kind of useful. Do this with your team. Go through the next five to six game weeks, all the way up through game week 29, because that's kind of all we can really properly guesstimate at this point and just see how many players you're going to have in each game week and see if you're going to be comfortable with that kind of lineup and where you can make some changes. So this is the first thing you should do. Next thing you should do is then make a transfer plan to see what you kind of want to do for the next few game weeks. So right now, so here is my transfer plan on the screen right now. So I've gone 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, and 29. And by the time I get to 29, I've just put three question marks down there because I have no idea. There are excellent planners out there in the FPL space. I am okay two, three, four game weeks ahead. But if we're talking five, six, seven game weeks out, that's where my brain starts to turn like to scrambled eggs. And I just can't really think ahead that far. Also, because if I do that and one thing goes wrong, it's <clears throat> game over for that next week. So game week 24, I have 11 fixtures right now. My transfer plan is Dubrovka to Kaminsky and Solanke to Darwin for a four-point hit. But Kaminsky has Sheffield United at home, then has two doubles in the next six game weeks. If you're bringing in Kaminsky, why not bring him in for the best clean sheet fixture in the league? And then you'll just bank it on safe points, which I know is risky, but do you see what Flecken just did on Monday night against Man City? That guy was phenomenal, just saving things left and right. So Kaminsky coming in for Dubrovka because Newcastle likely blank in game week 29, and they also just shipped four goals to Luton at home. So I don't think Newcastle's defense is as good as it once was. And then this is the one that hurts. Solanke out for Darwin. So I could push this transfer off until game week 25 but Burnley at home for Liverpool just seems far too good to pass up on uh it's all I think it's late riser on the FPL wire pod he's always a proponent of kind of bringing people in early because the earlier you bring them in the more likely you are to catch that haul you're giving yourselves more bites of the apple more lottery tickets that kind of thing. And this bit me a few weeks ago when I didn't bring in Diego Jota. I was, I had, if you watched the episode, I was kind of high on him. Uh, I eventually brought in Phil Foden because that Man City double game week got announced, but I was pretty high on Jota that week. And I probably should have just taken a four point hit, but I didn't. And I missed out on 19 points. And it kind of feels like that's going to happen this week if I don't do the Solanke to Darwin move. Solanke has a goal in his last two games, but Bournemouth have looked a little light offensively. They've kind of stalled a little bit, which is not great. Uh, all the models say I should bench Solanke this week anyway. Uh, if I bring in Darwin, it gives me another benching headache, which is very unfortunate. But that's kind of just where my thought process is right now. Bringing Kaminsky, bringing Darwin, kind of looking for those hauls already. Game week 25, I would roll, but I would be up to 18 fixtures because I would be bringing in two more double game weekers. 
Game week 26, I would have two free transfers. So Palmer to Garnacho to cover me, uh, bring me up to 11, and then flip Darwin back to Solanke. So that would go bring me up to 11 guys. That gets me Solanke back in for that game week 28 double. Game week 27, maybe Charlie Taylor to Alfie Doty gets me up to another double game weeker. And then that would leave me with 13 fixtures in game week 28, which if you remember a couple of years ago, it was like Burnley and Watford, I want to say, had a double game week. And we all kind of collectively lost our minds and started bringing in like Rich or Emmanuel Dennis. And yeah, it was a whole thing. And then I think Dennis got red card that first game on the Friday night. And it was just... Whew, disastrous for a lot of FPL managers. But yeah, I think it was that was what was happening there. So I don't want to overcommit to the double game week in game week 28. It's kind of one of those situations where you bring in a lot of players on not great teams and then you're stuck with them. You could just wild card right out of it. Totally get that. I mean, a, a thing you could do is you could dead end into game week 28, double game week. Free hit 29, wild card 30. Nothing wrong with that. That's totally viable chip strategy. The problem is you're kind of leaving yourself exposed to the double game weeks in 20 or in 34 and 37. So you got to watch out for that. Uh, and yeah, the further away you play your wild card from a bench boost, the more likely bad things are going to happen there. You're going to be taking hits to bring in a bench player, which is never ideal. Uh, so think about that there. But I think. While we're on chip strategy, I think I will be playing my triple captain in game week 25, and I would advise other people to do the same because early in Holland, double game week, Man City are chasing Liverpool for the title. Pep is going to want to score goals, get points, not mess around. Game week 37, the title could be wrapped up. Man City could have Champions League final, FA Cup final coming out. So yeah, it would be kind of dangerous to wait until then to play your triple captain. I understand the argument for Dominic Solanke in game week 28. He has some nice fixtures, but if you're giving us the option between Erling Holland as a, a triple captain and Dominic Solanke, like let's not overthink this here. Like let's not get too cute. It should be Erling Holland and you should probably play your triple captain chip on Erling Holland next game week. But back to this exercise here, this is kind of what I would do uh, for your own team. So kind of see how many fixtures you're going to have each game week. I kind of like, how are you going to get to somewhere where you're happy every game week and find this plan and do your best to stick to it. Don't make it hard and fast. Uh, it just, this is kind of gave me peace of mind when I was planning out my game weeks this uh, week before the episode. While we are talking about all of this double game week madness, here is a little preview uh, it will probably be a bigger preview next game week, game week 25 preview. But here are the teams that will double in game week 25. So we got Liverpool, Man City, Luton, and Brentford. Game one, game two, and the fixture difficulty rating according to Fantasy Football Scouts. So Liverpool top it here. They've got Brentford and Luton. They are first. Man City has Chelsea and Brentford. They're second. Luton has Man United and Liverpool. And Brentford has Liverpool and Man City. So... Yeah, not great fixtures for Luton. Uh, to bring in Kaminsky is kind of brave there, but I, I think I'd rather bring them in. I'm pretty sure they're going to have a fixture in game week 29. 
the blank in game week 26 doesn't really bother me all that much because I'll just rotate in Areola as long as he does uh, keep his spot and he's not too injured there. And then the far right column here, I've got the assets to own. So I've got top four for each team. This is something you should think about ahead of your game week 24 transfers and your game week 25 transfers. So for Liverpool, uh, I, this this is an order of how I would rank them right now. Uh, Jota, Darwin, and then at third, I've kind of copped out here. I've gone Alexander slash Van Dijk slash Diaz. Any of those three, perfectly viable as your third Liverpool option. And then Connor Bradley in fourth there. He's only 4.1 million. Fantastic guy. We'll just have to hear Jurgen Klopp's comments in the press conference if he's going to be back in the starting eleven after his uh, personal tragedy he sh- suffered last week. Man City here, top four. Pretty easy. One, two, three is Holland, Foden, KDB. But not everyone has the budget for that. I think you'd have to sacrifice like a Bakayo Saka, which is not great. Uh, and number four here is Kyle Walker and Josco Guardiol for Man City. I've got Guardiol right now. He'll be pretty attacking on Monday night against Brentford. I was pretty pleased, just hoping one of those would go in. Uh, it seems like he's getting in attacking positions. Just going to wait for that haul. The clean sheets have to start coming for Man City. This is getting ridiculous at this point, but I will just, I will wait with Guardiol. I'm not really going to interested in doing a sideways move for a third Man City player. I've got Holland. I've got Foden's points from Monday. That's fine. KDB could do some major damage, but he's certainly more of an assist threat than a goal scoring, whereas we saw what Foden can do. When the ball falls his way in game week 23, their hat trick for the young English midfielder. Luton here, their three options for me are Doughty, Kaminsky, and Adebayo. Doughty's pretty obvious. He's a pretty attacking defender coming in off the left, uh, whipping balls in left and right. Uh, Man United and Liverpool will be tough. We'll see what they do at uh, Old Trafford. That'll be interesting. Uh, Kaminsky, just so many opportunities for safe points here. Uh, Liverpool could score four, but Kaminsky could still come away with two or three points just because it saves. Uh, Adebayo just bagged a hat trick, so just kind of tossing him in there as a cheap enabler at forward if you want a double game week guy up top. And then Brentford, Tony is far and away the best choice uh, for this team. And everyone else is kind of very secondary uh, compared to Ivan Tony, but Flecken, Maupe, and Pinnock are the two, three, four in Brantford, but not really feeling any of them except Ivan Tony. I'm not really, I mean, Flecken had, he still let in three goals the other night uh, and made a ton of saves, which were good, but still, like, some of them were like bobbles and didn't look all that great. And Adam, I'm still not sold on him as a great option, but yeah, Kaminsky, 4.5 million. That's probably going to be the keeper I will go to in game week 24 to replace Dubrovka. And this is kind of the early preview at the double game week 25 assets to keep an eye on or potentially bring in this week if uh, you want to go early on some price rises that will probably happen over tonight, Friday into Saturday, and definitely Saturday into Sunday. Here are the captaincy options. Back to kind of a pure game week 24 preview here. Erling Holland, Diego Jota, Darwin Nunez, Kevin De Bruyne, and Richarlson. So these are the rotoballer.com predicted points rankings here. Uh, these are ordered uh, in descending order. So Holland 6.72, Jota 6.26, Darwin 6.13, De Bruyne 6.02, 
And Richarlson, one point down there at 5.04, but he is just in such phenomenal goal scoring form right now that I wanted to include him on the chart. Brighton at home for Richarlson is a pretty nice fixture. Still very uh, easy going at the back for the Seagulls there. The captaincy choice will probably come down to Holland versus the two Liverpool guys here. So Holland, early kickoff against Everton at home, 0.78 XGI per night over the last six. Everton are 11th for expected goals conceded over the last six. So it could be tough to go against the robot, but Jota and Darwin, it's very tempting. Jota 6.26 predicted points, 0.54 XGI per night over the last six. Liverpool were really shut down by Arsenal on Sunday. It was mightily depressing to watch that for 60 minutes. Uh, I had high hopes after going in one, one at half. I was like, wow, we just played the worst half of football that I've seen us do in a couple of months now. And it's one, one, like we got to move on from here, but Arsenal just totally shut down that Liverpool attack. So it did not come to pass. And Darwin was coming off the bench after he suffered a bruised foot, but he's 1.28 XGI per night over the last six. Burnley at home, they are fourth worst in the league for expected goals conceded over the last six. So that is a very tasty fixture for Liverpool. You'll just have to kind of hide behind a couch for that early lunchtime game, Man City versus Everton. It could be a play where going with Holland is probably just the EO play, uh, just protecting yourself from a huge haul, and maybe just having Jota and Darwin is going to be differential enough to kind of boost your team up the overall ranks, which they did last week. It was okay. Uh, Triple City was good. I had Foden, got me into the top 200K. Haven't had a massive jump in a long time, kind of just slugging my way 20K at a time up towards the 100K rank, which is my season goal at this point. So yeah, that'd be great. Um, yeah, so I think it'll come down to Holland versus Jota versus Darwin. Check out the press conference comments from Jurgen Klopp and Pep Guardiola as the Friday rolls around. Plenty of people will be wrapping that up for all of us to consume quickly and easily. Here is my transfer options on FPL Review. They say that I should roll, or I can go with Watkins to Darwin, or I can go Dubrovka to Kaminsky. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, not going to get rid of Ollie Watkins before a home fixture against Man United. That seems, that seems crazy, right? Nah. Dubravka versus uh, to Kaminsky probably will be one of my transfers. And Fantasy Football Hub has me going Areola to Raya, which is not going to happen, guys. Yeah, that's way, way too much. The three sites here, FPL Review, Scout, and Fantasy Football Hub, all say I'm going to score about 63 points this week. Um, so, yeah. I'd be pretty happy with that. This is how the teams line up right now. Uh, Dubravka in goal, Trent, Gabriel, Gavardiol at the back, Palmer, Foden, Diogo Jota, Richarlson, Saka in the midfield, and Holland and Watkins up front. If I was going to bring in Darwin, which I feel like I will, I think I will probably... Well, Saka came off against Liverpool, so we're going to have to see how that goes, actually. Hopefully, we get an update from that. So, if it's... Saka's pretty Iron Man-y, but I don't know. They've got Champions League coming up in the next few weeks. 
Maybe I would bench Saka. I did it last week and it kind of bit me, but I might just do it again because Chelsea, Crystal Palace on the road, that's too tempting. Chelsea would be too much to kind of like Crystal Palace. Chelsea aren't great, but Crystal Palace are pretty bad. So I don't think I could bench Palmer. So yeah, if I brought in Darwin, I would probably bench Saka or maybe Richarlson for a minute's play. Oh, it would be tough, but I would get there. Uh, follow me on X at UNFPL to kind of see what my final decisions are there. But that's going to do it for the very long Game Week 24 preview. So thanks if you are still around watching it right now. But you can like and subscribe to the channel and the podcast, Spotify, Apple, all those fun spots, or just right here on YouTube. Uh, you can follow me on X and TikTok at UNFPL. Been a little bit quiet on TikTok Recently, life kind of getting in the way there, but it will be back up and running shortly. But hopefully green arrows are in your future for game week 24. Uh, hit me up on X once again at UNFPL if you have any transfer questions or just comment below and I will get right back to you. And once again, thanks for listening and I will talk to you next time.